You're listening to Glasgow Food Chat. Join us every second week as we bring you the latest and best from the city's food scene. Good morning, Glasgow. I am Dina Campbell and I'm joined by Paul Trainer here from the Glasgowists for a very special impromptu breaking news bulletin style episode of Food Chat today. This is at home with the Glasgow Food Chat, basically. We've we've probably had enough time to uh, have our tea and toast this morning before breaking news draws us to the internet. Duty calls, and when there's news this big, it has to be reported. So we are here today, obviously, to discuss the Michelin stars in Glasgow and the news that Unalom by Graham Cheevers in the West End has been awarded a star and the fantastic Calvary has retained their star, which is fantastic news for Glasgow as a whole uh, for the food scene. And we're really excited to be chatting about it today. So, Paul, I think if you're going to tell us a wee bit more about what exactly it means to be awarded a star. I suppose it's just useful to have background because uh, it was over two decades uh, before we returned to the Michelin Guide last year with a star for Cal Brook. So um, in terms of what all the fuss is about, uh, I suppose it's it's the the one international standard that's really um, valued by chefs. And one of the reasons for that is because all the inspectors, the people who actually go around and uh, make the decisions on this are industry people. They're people who, who have a chefing background. So unfortunately, it's not a job that you or I can, uh, can well, certainly not me, can apply for there um but yeah it's it's uh it's seen as a market distinction not just for um for the restaurant but for the city itself and the fact that glasgow now enters into 2022 after a period when hospitality's been on pause with not one but two mm. uh one star michelin restaurants is a good thing um and you know, just even on a technical point of view, like see in terms of the way that I, I, I've spoken to people before in terms of recruiting talent into Glasgow, and they've said that often because Edinburgh does have more um, Michelin star restaurants, uh, finding chefs of a certain calibre would be more likely to end up in Edinburgh than in Glasgow, despite the fact it's clearly obvious you'd have a much better time and standard of life living in Glasgow than you would in Edinburgh. Yeah, I think I could argue that too. I, I feel like I'm going to go off on a tangent, Sarah. So. I feel like that was really full of venom there. So just to scoot back to the happy news today, Paul, without your personal opinions about the Edinburgh. I just think the best thing about Edinburgh is the road to Glasgow, that's all. A fair point well made. But Unalom, let's talk about it, because it is a very new restaurant, actually, a kind of by standards of Glasgow, which is really exciting. Yeah. Peter's obviously very talented chef, kind of returning home. He had some stars in his past work, I believe, or worked at Places with Stars, so kind of bringing yes. it home to Glasgow, um, which yeah. is uh, exciting. He'd, you know, I, 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 this, this isn't the first time he's opened a place that um, has won a star within the first year, or at least, you know, has, has taken over. Um, oh. And uh, But the, 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 the difference here is it's the first restaurant that's really got his name above the, the door, so... Um, yeah. He chose to move back to Glasgow. I was speaking to him yesterday, and he t- he said that one of the reasons he wanted to be in this city and wanted to aim for a star here is because he saw everything else that was going on and really values places nearby, um, mm. like Calbrook and the Gannet, um, that are doing things at a really high standard. Um, so it just seems 
interesting to, to build on previous conversations we've had that, that there's people that are being drawn to uh, to Glasgow and see it as somewhere that you can do interesting things. Uh, and that is being confirmed by the fact that we now have these two distinctions. And, and it's a huge credit to Cal Brook that um, not only did they earn a star straight off the bat when they brought Lorna McBee from um, Blind Eagles from Andrew Farley's wrestle, uh, but they've retained it uh, during very difficult circumstances. Um, when you look at uh, the list, uh, the, the, the Michelin list for this year in Scotland, there's places that are were on the list last year that still haven't really fully opened. So the fact that we're back and, and you know, motoring forward, it's a good thing for the city. Oh, no, definitely, I'd agree. And we've got a wee banner here asking if either of us have ever visited either of the Michelin star restaurants. And just to jump in quickly, because it's kind of a, a non-answer for me, is no, I haven't, unfortunately. And Loam's kind of just open. So again, getting a place and Calbury, I mean, I'd be lucky to get a lucky to get a seat. I need to plan in advance. But what about you? Well, I, I've been to uh, Loam a couple of times and I'm going um, again next week. I managed oh. to book in before the rush. Um, Calbury, yeah. I haven't been... I've been in uh, since Lorna's been there, but I haven't been in recently because they've been releasing their uh, seats and tracks, mm. um, and it just gets booked out, which is you know a great a great thing um, that they have um, really been able to up their standard of service and their standard of food, and that they found a, a, a receptive audience for that. Um, I should mention that earlier on in the week, uh, two restaurants were also uh, also got a distinction of the Bib Gourmand distinction, which basically for the Michelin guide, it means that um, they're recognised for having good food at great prices. Um, and that's Kapow, um, which we've written about in the Glasgow Times a lot. Um, and Salentino's, um, which went into um, Cathedral House Hotel, um, right beside Necropolis, which... Uh, yeah. Features in the new uh, Black Bat Girl movie, which uh, I noticed you got the the fact that Michael Keaton has uh, has arrived in the city, Sarah. Just to plug one of your articles from yesterday, oh, we did indeed. That was on the late shift last night. We got a uh, we saw pictures of uh, Michael Keaton arriving in Glasgow, which is very exciting. And as you say, the Batgirl uh, cast seem to be getting yeah. around the food scene very much in Glasgow. Well, this is the thing, you know. Like, I mean, what great news for the cast of Batgirl who have. Being pictured in most restaurants of distinction exactly. in the city, they now know that they have two Michelin star rated restaurants to choose from. Yeah, I anticipate Brendan Fraser's arrival, uh, you know, very soon. But then on the topic of uh, Capel and Santana's, because that makes me feel a bit less of a fraud, is I have been to both of them and absolutely loved it. I think they're fantastic. Yeah. But we were kind of seeing as well, as much as Michelin stars are really fantastic, it's really lovely to see uh, these two get them. Bib Romans are quite exciting because they are slightly more accessible or kind of the day-to-day where uh, they value places that are great quality for good value, which I think is a lovely thing and kind of more people will get to go to them. So what do you think about that for the food scene in Glasgow? I mean, I think it's the ones that have been chosen are very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? But like they're a really good showcase for what Glasgow can do kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, across the four, it's... um... You're thinking about the fact that Cal Brook won a star within five months of appointing uh, Lorna, and you, that we've got Graham making a decision to move to Glasgow and open a restaurant at possibly the most difficult point of hospitality yeah. in the last decade. <laughs> yeah, Kapow has been open for two years, but they've probably traded for about six months of of that two years. Um, 
and Celentinos, it's it's uh, you know like a a couple that that um, have a great experience of opening and, and running restaurants in in London, and oh. have decided to come up and they've put they've put a, a restaurant um, uh, in the East End uh, beside yeah. Glasgow Cathedral, um, just up the road from Terrace Brewery, and uh, they're straight in. So yeah. I think it shows that the people who are arriving here. But also here coming up with new ideas that people are taking notice of that. Um and that's that's definitely something that we're hoping will continue into the rest of the year, Sarah, I think. Oh no, definitely. And I was just gonna say a selfish side note there, talking about restrictions in Kapow. I remember going for the first time and being crestfallen. So the food is obviously fantastic. Yeah. They had a beautiful cocktail list and it's such a beautiful saying. And it was when we weren't allowed to drink inside and my, my wee heart broke. I was so yeah. sad. <laughs> Um, there we see, go. See, see, in terms of the the the, the Bib Gourmand side of things, right? Um, it's interesting to think about like how Glasgow views uh, fine dining because traditionally we're just you know we're looking for a good night out, we're looking for good value and 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 uh, maybe the the Michelin template um, oh. didn't always kind of fit for what uh, the idea of like a big night out in Glasgow would be. But actually, the interesting thing for us is that uh, Michelin has responded to kind of moving trends and it's not as stuffy, shall we say, yeah. uh, in terms of what you would expect for a Michelin restaurant. So there is space. I mean, Unilome is formal and it's a beautiful room and, you know, it's classic service, but it is still the place that you can go for a nice long lunch. Um, yeah. And Calbrook would be exactly the same. I mean, essentially, Calbrook is a neighbourhood restaurant in the West End that just does an astonishing uh, set menu uh, and has a really good light list. Because, see, that's the thing with uh, Michelin stars. I think my only real understanding before kind of getting more into food and drink was uh, from MasterChef when it's awful serious and uh, Michelle Rue and everyone comes in and they have to go to these fancy restaurants that are super stuffy. And, uh, yeah, as you say, I think it's actually a lot more accessible than people would think. And especially in Glasgow, where we've spoken before, where there's a really nice vibe for, you know, where it has these airs and graces where you would feel unwelcome, I don't think. Like, Glasgow yeah. does welcoming really well, especially with our food. Yeah. And we've mentioned as well, the uh, the chip is regarded in the guide as well, which uh, they're coming up for their big 50th birthday. That's quite yeah. an exciting one. I mean, it's great, to, it's great to see places like that that have gone through all the different iterations and are still very much a landmark. Yeah. Um, and you know, as much as it's great to to see new places, I, I really value um, having these kind of fixed points on the hospitality yeah. scene. And yeah. it's more to, there's an element of it, kind of you know, like you can you know that what, no matter what happens in your life or where you where you end up, you can always go back and get a, a, an air of familiarity. I remember talking to you know, like it's a sister restaurant to to uh, the Bicketers Chip, and when I was talking to them, they were saying about Stravagan. You know, like there'll be people that from that area that I've been been away for like 10 years and they'll, they'll come in and they'll take great comfort in the fact that they're still like they're a familiar looking curry on, on the restaurant uh, menu. Um, so stuff like that is great. For me, the kind of uh, Cafe Gandolfi is the one that I always kind of look to. That's that's kind of my etern- on my eternal list of, uh, of good Glasgow spots. Um, I think that uh, we are seeing, we're, we're kind of going through this state of flux where um, obviously we're worried about um, how 
restaurants are going to be able to continue with rising electricity prices and the pressures of the pandemic and everything that's happened over the last two years. But um, at the same time, we are seeing an astonishing influx of, of new places that are really worth mm. something um, and worth visiting. So it's good. And now uh, we're even being internationally recognised and we're, we're up there with, with the best. Yeah, and I like to think, even personally, I mean, obviously I do not work within the industry, but I'd like to think that the fact that there's two Michelin stars now, you know, Glasgow is being recognised, it must be quite a boost, because even the uh, chefs and everyone that we've spoken to consistently say that it's a really, really exciting time for the Glasgow food scene, and they're all yeah. really inspired by each other. You know, we get them on and they can rattle off like 10 restaurants that keep yeah. them going on the day-to-day. So I just think personally, like, it's such a fantastic thing. It's so much bigger than the sum of its parts. It's a award, even if you don't necessarily subscribe to, to the actual institution. It's like having something like this is really starting to put Glasgow on the map. And it's just, as you say, a sign of everything that we, we get on here to talk about. I just think it's fantastic. Um, and see when you look at, I mean, Michelin uh, only kind of dip in and dip out of Glasgow. So we're, we're not really one of the cities that they give uh, their full attention to. We're, we're, we're more on their radar now. But there's plenty of other places where you can get a, a, a fantastic fine dining experience that would, would be up there. You know, when you think about um, One Devonshire and Brian Mall and uh, Peter at the Gannet and um, these places that just hit the heights quite steadily and um, get the response from from us. I'm not sure, do you know, uh, I was just thinking about whether I would actually like to be a Michelin star inspector because I think it's, as far as I'm aware, the rules are that you, you have to go, you can't take someone with you, so it's just you um, and you have to do a set amount every month consistently. Mm. So imagine you're on like your eighth scallop starter <laughs> of the month and you're just like, no more. <laughs> You're just no. dying to go to block and get a big dirty burger and some chips, you know, but you have to go for another uh, big performance. No, totally, because they do have as well for... They have jobs, but, you know. <laughs> they have their guide, obviously, and they do have a little synopsis of each place they go to, and I almost feel like it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but sometimes I read it and it feels weird that they've been to somewhere I've been. Like, you feel like <laughs> of your glass of restaurants, you know, when they're describing them as, like, a bright and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> It's a really weird thing to imagine this person sitting down and, and deciding such an important thing. But no, nah, I don't think I could do it. I don't have the heart for it. But look, the, the bit, one of the reasons that we wanted to jump on this is, is like it's not often that during your tea and toast you do get uh, <laughs> really good food, food news of this scale. So it is worth us uh, congratulating the two restaurants. And just seeing it as a sign that like things are things are happening. It's all happening in the big city. That is very true. And I guess we will keep it short and sweet today, as I say, for this breaking news bulletin brought to you by Food Chat. Um, we will be back very soon with another full episode of our podcast, uh, which would be great. We'll be advertising that soon. But for now, Glasgow, uh, I guess that's it from us today. And once again, congratulations to everybody that was included uh, in the Michelin Guide this year and for our two stars this year. Congrats to them. This podcast was brought to you by the Glasgow Times. 
With a digital subscription, you can access our exclusive, insightful, and trustworthy local news from just £2 for two months. We are also currently offering 20% off an annual rate with the codes Glasgow Times Noon. This offers for new subscribers only and is only available with the promotional code. Subscriptions will renew at the standard rates unless cancelled.